Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was their pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So put your hair in a ponytail. It's time for... I never saw that. Today we're going to talk about several of my favorite things from my childhood. Oh. Do you want to hear about them? Can I guess what they are first, or... Sure, You just want to tell me. Okay, Ted Danson. Yes, Sam Malone is what I was going to say, but yes, Ted Danson. He's in the film that we're going to be talking about this evening. Macaulay Culkin? Nope. Um, from your, How many are there? There are four. From your childhood? Four of my favorite things from my childhood. I don't know. I give up. Okay, so the first one is Sam Malone. Second one is Ponytails, because Sam Malone has a ponytail in this. Yeah, his name's Ted Danson. Sam Malone yeah. was his character on, on a TV show called Cheers from the 1980s. Yes, and in this movie... His name is Ray. His character's name is Ray, and he has mm-hmm. a ponytail. And a, he has a wicked ponytail. Let's call it a wandering accent. Yeah, yeah, sure. Wandering is good. Okay, so that's two. The two other things that were in this movie that were favorites of mine from my childhood were Scandia Family Fun Center in Fairfield, California. Oh yeah, that's right. You got really excited about that. And Great America. When I was growing up, it was Marriott's Great America. In the film time, it was Paramount's Great America. I think now it's just called Great America. Okay. Um, it's a thrill ride amusement park. Yeah. In Santa Clara, so wait, California. What was the one before that? Scandia Family Fun Center. Ah, okay. That's where they did the mini golf and. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's not keep our listeners in suspense any longer. We're talking about 1994's Getting Even with Dad. Yes. Now neither of us had seen this movie. No, I neither of. Neither of us Any had heard had of this, seen this movie. movie. I think Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin, watched it. He's the only known person to have watched this film. <laughs> so this is how this episode's going to go? It's not a true fact. Ladies and gentlemen, don't look that up. I I mean, again, it's one of those things that I was like, huh, it's kind of weird I've never heard of this because it's like two really big stars. Uh, but also, I, yeah. shit, I don't know. So it was two really big stars at the time. Macaulay Culkin playing Timmy, uh, Ted Danson playing Ray. I think they were trying to cash in on the whole Macaulay Culkin, like, hey, you can mug at the camera for a while. You'll do a lip sync thing. Yep. Yeah. And that'll be yeah. a hit. We don't need, we'll just build the rest of the script around that. Yeah. And Ted Danson. And Ted Danson. We'll be there. Yeah. With a ponytail. And that's the big twist. That's the twist. <laughs> for him. On the Ted Danson character. He, he did a lot of acting classes. He had to go back. This was a little after his prime, I would say. Yeah, his that's Cheers what I was going to say, is that uh, this was kind of a weird period for him. Was it him trying to break back in and riding the Macaulay mm-hmm. Culkin coattails? I don't know that he needed to break back in, but it just, I think past the prime is a good way to put it. Yeah. And now he's, you know, he's made a big comeback with The yeah. Good Place and, oh man, bored to death. Oh, if you guys haven't he seen that show, that, God, yes. he's so good in that. Um, I thought hair, hair all around was great in this movie. Macaulay Culkin has a bad ass mullet. He's got a lot of hair going in a lot of different directions. It it's is like a comb over mullet. A really intense yeah. mullet. It's very good. 
and uh, as we've mentioned, the the ponytail. Now, one thing that I know about ponytails, mm-hmm. criminals. Yes, criminals. So that's how I like how this, this is a thing that I noticed several times that one thing this movie does really well is it uh, shows, not tells, you mm. know? <laughs> and so... Also not a true fact. I didn't, I didn't even need to be told that Ray was a criminal because they showed me with that ponytail. Yes, that's true. They made it perfectly clear. Can I interrupt you really quick before we get too deep? Yes. Into this analysis. Are you going to do a segment? Yes. Okay. It is what you think it is. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. Yes, so it is time for seeing the funny papers, as you know from the beautiful theme music that just played. Everyone loves this stupid segment, and I... Well, I wouldn't say everyone. I would say 100% of the people that have bothered to respond to us or reach out to us But we've gotten it. more feedback on this than, like, most other things we've ever done. Well, we've never done any other segments, really. No, I mean other episodes, other mm. anything. Uh, and one thing that I've also noticed is that no one has said anything about my headlines mm. segment at all. Like, no, mm, everyone's right. like, don't stop doing see in the funny papers. I love seeing the funny papers. Mm-hmm. It's so great. And um, I think that they, like, they forgot about the headlines. Or... That's weird. I was just assuming they were sending you, like, DMs about it or it was did you, private Did you, stuff? do you think maybe they don't want to, like, overshadow your accomplishment because this is such a big you know, because you have like, you have so few, like they're, they didn't want to make you feel bad. I think that could be it. Maybe in uh, like an alternate universe. Oh, that's funny. Where you did a good job with the headlines. What do you think in- the problem with the headline segment is? Is it just that I don't, mm, is it just not that funny. I <laughs> um, don't know anything about them? No background. It's I obvious it you haven't funny. done any research. Yeah, but isn't that, that's sort of what I think is funny about yeah. it. Yeah. We're getting real uh, behind the curtain here. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyway, just do your do your thing. Thank you. Because this was getting really hard to listen to, even for me. Mm-hmm. So let's just get right into it. Today we're talking about August 20th, 1994's Luann. Are you hmm. familiar with Luann? Um, I, I've heard of it, but I don't know. I'm not really familiar. Tell me familiar. what you remember about Luann. That there's one female character. And her name named is? Named Luann. Correct. She's not in this one. Um, <laughs> that's odd. I think Lu- that's all anyone remembers about Luann. Yeah. Luann's one of those comic strips where... How could she not be in Luann. it? It's called Luann. She's just not in it. Like, are there any Blondie comics that don't have Blondie in them? Probably, because, I mean, Dagwood's like I the big star so. of Blondie. No. That reminds me, though. Blondie. Gotta yeah, Blondie would soon. be a good one. Um, so this Luann is a three panel comic strip and I just want to let our listeners know that next episode is a big one Oh, because, um, August 20th, 1994 is a Saturday. So you know what's coming next. Oh, wow. Full color. We get our first full color, which doesn't matter that much because I'm still just going to be describing it on a podcast. Yeah, still worthless. But it's going to be bigger. It's going to be brighter, more exciting for me. How are you going to choose which one to do? I don't know. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. Because I do, I spend hours and hours of Mm -hmm. just painstaking research, digging through the archives, Mm -hmm. you know, finding the best of the day. Yeah. That I can bring to you, our listeners, and to Jen to -hmm. educate her. Because I really want her to get the highlights, Mm -hmm. you know. And you have decided that Luann is a highlight? Yeah, this is a good one right here. Okay. 
Well, I mean, it's obvious. If you think back to previous episodes of Seeing the Funny Papers, they were all the funniest. Clearly Can the you just comics. fucking do <laughs> All right. God. Three panels in this one. And um, there's two characters. I'll just give you the names because I've already read this, so I already know them. There's Diane and there's uh, the, the guy that's in now, it. Wait. He doesn't have a name. He's wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you can't just give me a name and, like, you can't read through to the end and then give me a name that I wouldn't have gotten from reading the beginning of it. Okay. That's not. Let me start over. Please. Okay. Luann's not in this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. Her friend Diane is in it. And cool. Diane is like her hot friend, I think. I think mm. if I remember my Luann correctly, Diane's like the hot friend that cool. all the guys want to go out with. That's great. So um, Diane is wearing a uh, sweatband. It's not a sweatband. It's just like a band around her hair. And she's walking away on a sidewalk and there's a house in the background and some bushes and some grass on the side. And we're kind of doing an over the shoulder shot of this guy with a baseball cap on backwards. And he's talking to Diane. Diane is walking away, but she's walking away. She looks more like she's doing that. You know, the mime thing where they grab the rope and pull themselves forward. Yeah. um, Greg Evans is the artist Mm -hmm, that creates mm -hmm. this comic strip and Greg has never seen a human person walk or stand. Okay. Based on this art that I'm seeing right now. Can you now. tell me what she's wearing? Because I'm picturing her in a short, in like a tight mini dress. Mm, short skirt. Little black short skirt that's cut high. She's out like exercising, it looks like. Because in the next panel, you can see she has a um, Walkman on. She's exercising in a skirt. And headphones. She has a short skirt on. Yeah. Okay. And shoes and a shirt. And she's doing the little mime thing where her hand's out and her hips yeah. are kind of back and she's pulling herself forward. Okay. So I think she's mime exercising. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they call that. Yeah, that was a, that was, was big a trend in 94. Yeah. yeah. The mime workout. I remember that from right before I left. I was just starting to get into it. Were you? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear more about that sometime. Okay. Um, so she's moving away, and this guy is kind of slouched forward, has a baseball cap on backwards, and she says, well, gotta go, bye, and does her little mime thing away. And the guy says, Diane, dot, 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 question mark. And she says, yes. So the next panel. Wait, was that all? That was the first one. That's all one panel, okay. yeah. He, in the next panel, he's standing with his hands, his arms are straight down on his side, but his hands, his fingers are pointing behind him, like his hands are bent at the wrist. Again, no human has ever stood this way. Okay. And he's leaning backward. <laughs> his whole body is kind of curved backward. Not okay. a normal way to stand at all. And he <laughs> says, I, I really enjoyed running with you. Could we, you know, do it again sometime? And he's, he has kind of a goofy look on his face. He's really nervous. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And she, she has, she's like heavy lidded, you know, she's all sultry looking. You can see big pouty lips. Just kind of looks over her shoulder and says, we'll see. And then the third panel, this boy is in bed. He's laying in bed. I'm sorry, boy? How mm-hmm. old are these people? They're like teens. Oh, Luann is a teen? I think so. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this changes everything. So this boy's laying in bed. You know, it'd be really helpful dark. if you would. It'd be really you know, helpful if you'd let me get through the goddamn comic. Among your research through the archives, <laughs> if you would like know things that are important for the context of the thing. It is. It Go is ahead. important that you know those things, Jen. And I. 
You. I'm saying I needed to know that these are teens we're talking about. Well, I'm assuming that you're coming in with some basic knowledge I don't knowledge have any basic knowledge of Luann. The whole premise no one of does. this segment we're doing is that you, a big comics fan, was plucked from your life and I, access to comics. You was plucked. Okay. <laughs> you was plucked. Um, That's a premise that you set up. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you to go with it. I'm, I am going with okay. it. Okay, let's start over. Let's do it again. No. Take it from the top. No, 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 no. Hey, fuck Jen. you. Fuck you. Just do Today the third panel. Third panel. You know Luann? It's about the teen Luann and her friends, the teens, Luann's friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll Thank just you. edit that in at the beginning That's and we perfect. can take out all your... That's perfect. Now do the third panel or I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Third panel. This boy is laying back in bed, just goofy looking smile on his face, very happy, Oh, and gross. this is a thought bubble thing, and he says, he's just saying, we'll see. That's it. Because she said, we'll see, you know, in the last panel. You probably forgot because you were crabbing about stuff in there. You ruined the flow. Kind of ruined the punchline. See you in the funny paper soon. I'm really angry right now. <laughs> I'm really angry <laughs> that you have stolen that much of my life <laughs> with that. Those minutes that you'll never get back. But you'll always have this Luann strip. No, I won't because I've never seen it. Oh. And again, it's a visible, it's a visual medium. I don't know if we've talked about uh-huh. that part. But it adds that adds a whole nother level that I hadn't put together. That I still have segment. never seen it. Yeah. Like our show, I never, I never saw, saw that. that. Like, yeah, I never still saw these comics and I still haven't seen it. And nice. I will never see it. It's nice. But it has been described to me. Our art has like layers, Jen. I feel a little bit like you're choosing the most unfunny comics you can find on purpose. Hmm. There's nothing funny about that one. Was it supposed to be funny or just kind of sweet? You keep pulling back the curtain. What? You know? Well, I didn't want to give it away, but comics as a genre are deeply unfunny. <laughs> you didn't want to give it away. <laughs> it, was that going to be like a big yeah reveal at I some just point? Wanted people to realize after you know, like I'm thinking our thousandth episode. What after we've gone back and gone through and given you more education, like from your childhood. Reread some of the is comics. Is this number 67? This is number 67. Oh, man. Okay. Yes. Well, so uh, thanks for that, I guess. And <laughs> um, getting even with Dad. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin is kid. What's his name in the movie? Timmy. That's right. Timmy or Tim. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought at first that he was a product of incest. Oh, oh, man. Did you think that? That was confusing for you. Well, so the, he's in the beginning. You see him in a car mm-hmm. with a woman and a man, and you. I assumed that it was his mother, but it turns out it's not his mother. But it's then his aunt. He gets to, or sorry, she drives to San Francisco mm-hmm. and leaves him with Ray, who is his father, and she says she's the kid's aunt, mm-hmm. and so she is Ray's sister. Mm-hmm. It but is all very she, confusing at, first, at the she, beginning. It's not clear that it's her that she's his aunt, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. But then she says something about like 
It's also their sister. His mother is their sister too or something. No, that didn't happen. Well, something made me think it was incest. It was very confusing because you assume that this woman is the mother of Timmy. But then she says that Ray's her brother and it and she's leaving him with her dad and it's or with the kid's dad and it's it's very confusing. They don't they didn't spend a lot of time um explaining that one very clearly in the beginning of the movie. No. And I blame that on Howard Deutsch, the director of oh, the yeah. film. Howard Deutsch also directed some other films that you may be familiar with, Jen. Have you ever heard of Pretty in Pink? Wait, what? Or The Great Outdoors. Howard Deutsch directed Pretty in Pink? Or my favorite, Some Kind of Wonderful. How would I not know that? I've seen Pretty in Pink probably more times than I've seen my own taint. Mm, I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Yeah. I haven't really seen my own taint much at all. Yeah, that's not really saying much. That wasn't a good choice. But like, I've seen that movie a lot of times. And I just... (sighs) Deutsch is the part I don't... Mm-hmm. Howard, yeah, like, it should be Howard Hughes. It's not, though, is it's what not, you're saying. Howard Hughes did not direct films in the 80s, I believe. What? He um, he was the subject of the film The Aviator. You're thinking of John Hughes. <laughs> but yeah, okay, well, Howard I, Hughes, I when Pretty in Pink was made, his fingernails were about eight and a half feet long, and... <laughs> I don't know. He may have been dead at that point. I don't know when he died or when really, he was in the hotel and saying. Oh, I'd really like to redo that part. Can I uh, just redo that part? No, that's that's podcast gold yep, and that's staying in there. That. Okay, fine. So anyway, Howard Hughes directed this. And yeah, that's what also we came away with. Some kind of wonderful is pretty good. Um <laughs> Yeah, anyway, the storytelling, it was definitely uh, incomplete and confusing, and I still am pretty sure that he's a product of incest. Again, Um, I just want to emphasize, the best part of this movie is that they showed Scandia and Great America. End of podcast. That's all we need to say. I think the best part of this movie was the casual sexism. Hmm. Actually, I don't know if I would even call it casual. Oh. Just blatant sexism. Do you mean the subtitle of the movie, Getting Even With Dad, or How I Learned Ladies Can't Be Cops? I, I, you want to try to tackle this one? Um. There's a character, there's a lady cop, and they yeah. literally refer to her as a lady cop, That I was in the trailer. And the case, one lady cop. I think that the boy knows where the coins are. I've got a boyfriend may not be able to resist. You're supposed to tail the suspect, not date him. <laughs> Wait, what? Fucking lady cop. And they treat her like... Hey, Jen. A very small... Hey, hey Jen. That cop has a vagina. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh Can you imagine God. such a thing? Can you imagine arresting someone and like carrying a gun and having boobs or at the same time? It would be ridiculous oh. if she wasn't a lady cop, maybe. Genitals don't define gender, Micah. I know. You're right. I'm just saying, like, at the time. No, I know. I'm the one who said it, actually. So (laughs) it's kind of weird that you... Okay. Okay. Anyway, there's a lady cop. She's like a submissive little... She doesn't talk much. She doesn't speak up much. She's... We need to back up a little bit. Sorry. Because you're really deutsching this for everybody and making it confusing. (laughs) Really? I'm having a really hard time. You're you're deutsching it up. I think that what's going to happen at this point is that you're going to go ahead and take the reins. Let's do a little synopsis. Michael yeah. Shelton style. Take the reins. Okay. 
I'll jump in when I have something to Sweet. offer. So Timmy shows up with his aunt. His aunt's going on her honeymoon. And she's like, Ray, you got to take your son and watch him just for a week. I've had him for years because you were in prison. Da, 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 da. Got married. No kidding. Yes. Well, that's great. When? Three hours ago and I'm going on my honeymoon. Hi, Dad. Now, Timmy, I want you to be a good boy, and I want you to just have fun while you're hanging with your father, okay? I'll call you when I get back, and he'll put you on a bus back to Reading. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Bye, sugar bum. Bye. He's a product of incest. He's he has not. all kinds of issues. You're jumping in and confusing things now. <laughs> Stop doing it. So, Ray... Is like, this is a bad time, Kitty. You can't leave him here now. Her name's Kitty? Yeah. Mm. Because Ray has a coin heist that he's going to pull off. So Ray's an ex-con. He was in prison. That's why he gave his son to his aunt, to his, his sister. sister. The kid's mom died, you find out later. And so How'd Ray... How'd she die? I don't know. She okay. was sick. Okay. She was in a Disney movie, I think. And so she was murdered. What? That's just what happens in all Disney movies. The moms die. Oh, is this a Disney movie? No. Okay, you need to. I mean, <laughs> one of us needs to. Okay. Anyway, he has to hang out with the kid for a week, but he's got this coin heist that he's going to pull off. So. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, go ahead. Finish go, your snuff. He has two dumbass partners that he's going to rob the U.S treasury or yeah. the mint or something i don't know bubby and flubby yes bobby and carl <laughs> and um, bobby is played by saul rubinek and carl is played by i'm gonna say his name wrong because it's all french uh gaylard sartain i don't know how to say it i don't know why don't you spell um, it because i can't, I'm, i don't know g-a-i-l-a-r-d and sartain is s-a-r-t-a-i-n what makes you think that's french it sounds french to me okay you're right. It could be Japanese. What do I know? Um, I mean, if it's French, it would be Sartain. There you go. Thank you. That's what I was hoping for. Um, I recognized him from Hee Haw because we used to watch a lot of Hee Haw oh, growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I recognized him too. Also, Hector Elizondo is in this. And I only mention that because he plays the lieutenant who's in charge of the lady cop and her partner. I only mention it because he came on screen and Jen's like, oh, what's that guy's name? And I just pulled it. Oh, that's Hector Elizondo. Don't know how I knew that or why. I can't I remember. His name. I can't picture him. The lady cop is Teresa, and she's played by Glenn Headley. And her partner, Sam McMurray, the actor is Sam McMurray, was in Raising Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the guy that wanted to to like wife swap and swing. Oh, with, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah. That? Yes, that guy was in a lot of yes, he's eighties and nineties movies. So anyway, Timmy is smart, real smart. He he's is in the ninety ninth percentile. He tells people. So he figures out that Ray and his buddies stole these coins. And he watches them and sees them hide the coins after the successful heist. Wait, so, okay. You want to jump in with some well, details? Well, I mean, what are you doing here? You're just telling the whole movie. I'm giving some, a little quick synopsis. 
It was not that quick. I was almost done with the point we were going to get to. I'm okay, getting good. into the do second it. act. Okay, good. But I'm then, are we going to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Because I like. That's how we do this. Have you. Well, I don't remember. Do you listen to the podcast, David? Actually. Do you call me David? Even? I said the word even. It's in the title of the movie. Do you listen to the podcast, David? <laughs> yeah, David. You don't know what we're doing. I don't know who you are. Our friend David does listen to the podcast. Hey, David. Hi. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> so, Timmy, who's real smart, sees them hide the coins and takes the coins and then tells his dad. He blackmails his dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Just tell me. What do you want? Ever since I got here, you've ignored me. I was planning a robbery, son. What'd you expect me to do? Take you camping? You want to know what I want? I want this. What is this? Giants game, the aquarium, the museum. What? what? You, you want to go to these places? I want you to take me. I want you to pretend you like having me around for the week. If you do a real good job, Dad, I'll tell you where the coins are. He wants him to make up for years and years of being neglected by his dad. So This poor kid. He's really smart, though. It's a good plan. He is. I mean, he's. it's sad. So they go to Scandia. They play mini golf. They go to... Go to a baseball game. Yeah, they go to a baseball game. They go shopping. They go to a an amusement park, and he makes the guys ride the rides and get sick and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun for me because I recognized all the rides and remembered... Yeah. A lot of fun memories with my grandparents. They go to a sex shop. Um, Do they? They go... I don't remember that at all. To... Wait. Nope. Did you watch the unrated version? No, it's a different movie. It's a different different Ted Danson, Macaulay Culkin movie. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's called Getting Boners with Dad. (laughs) That's not a true fact. Again, (laughs) this episode is full of lies. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Please, people, don't go Google getting boners with that. So We're not obvi- responsible. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, uh, in the end, yada, yada, Ted <laughs> Danson, Lady Cop falls in love with Ted Danson because she can't help obviously. herself because that's what Lady Cops do and Did that's what ladies do. his fucking ponytail? She just can't be trusted with her own emotions. No. She but got too actually, close, But man. she still does bust them. Anyway... She's there when they get busted. I wouldn't say she busts them. Blah, blah, blah. The coins are found. Uh, and Ray chooses to have his son stay with him because he wants to be a dad now. So very predictable sort of, you know, and Ray gets ending, off. but sweet. You know, it's like, yeah. well, that's fine. It's fine. It's sweet. It's sweet. It was very predictable. Um, but I do love Ted Danson. And his ponytail had probably the best performance of the whole film it was very believable (laughs) you're an ass um ted danson good ponytail i always enjoy watching i also loved that his character what ray really wants is to start his own bakery because he does cake decorating he learned it in prison and he's really good at it yeah he does like really beautiful cakes he's an artist they're really creative don't poke the cake do you have any idea how long it took me to do this? Rape. Hey, you know what? You remind me of that Michael dude. You know the guy that did the, the ceiling over in Italy? The church ceiling? The Michael dude. Michelangelo? That's him. That's him. Except you, you paint with frosting. 
And you know, for my money, that's much better. I mean, this is beautiful. I really loved that. I, I liked that detail a lot. I thought that was really, if we can get like actually serious for just a moment. Mm-hmm. I like it when people who are otherwise portrayed as criminals mm-hmm. are made human. It, and I thought that it was handled fairly well with, because my prediction in the beginning was, okay, so he's going to, my prediction is he's going to go to jail anyway because the criminal has to be punished, mm-hmm. right? Which isn't what happened, but of course only because he didn't keep the coins, which he fucking should have. It was a lot of money. Well, but he didn't have a choice. Yeah, I know. Because Timmy tricked him. I know. But he wasn't going to already because Tim told him, if you do, then I'm leaving or something. Well, I guess you better pack. Pack? Yeah, pack. I'm going home. What do you mean you're going home? I thought you wanted to live here. I do, but not if you get the coins. What are you saying? Are you saying that I have to choose between you and the coins? Is that what you're telling me, Tim? Well, yeah, because if you do choose the coins... You'll never see me again, because you'll be in prison, and this time I won't write. So anyway. the climax of the movie is Timmy gets on a bus to go back home to Sacramento or wherever, yeah. and at the last minute, Ray has a change of heart and chases him down and stops the bus. And... I was not ta- done talking. Oh, well, you were talking around all this stuff. Yeah, well, that's how I talk about things. Right. I have... The thing I is, have... Jen, we can't expect people to go back and watch these shitty movies. So we have to fill in the, the dots. Otherwise, they they're confused. fucking handle it. <laughs> if anyone... This is episode 67. Like, if people are on board at this point, they're on board. They know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was trying to say is that I like it when... Like, it was clear that he, Ray, needed money. And that's the thing. is like, no one can afford to live. And so being a criminal... Because you steal things for money so that you can live the life you want to live is like, it's fucking capitalism, man. It's the, you know? Yeah, I'm going to let you finish. Well, that's that's pretty much it. I'm just saying that, like, he's not, like, criminal, calling, like, labeling people criminals is stupid. and And I don't like it. And it's not, it doesn't give a full picture. And this movie did give a little bit more of a picture, at least where Ray was concerned. Yeah. And I appreciated it. Ted Danson did explain to Timmy at one point that some woman, it was some woman's coin collection and she died. She died. So the state well, just took the coins and they were going to just sell them at some auction and then keep the money. Okay, Tim, you've had your fun. Now I want to know. What do you want? What does he want? He wants it on the deal. That's what he wants. He's not getting any of my share, okay? This is your kid. You can split with him. I don't want any money. I think stealing is wrong. Oh, you think stealing is wrong, huh? How come you stole the coins from us, huh? Hey, hey, you little... Do you mind? Please, listen, you don't understand this, Tim. You know who those coins belong to? Well, me right now. They don't belong to anybody, Tim. They used to belong to this little old lady, but she died. And, and the government, the state, confiscated them. They stole them, Tim. And now they're trying to sell them. And you know where that money's going to? To buy limousines for fat cat politicians. That's where. But you know what I'm going to do? See, I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy the place I work, you know, the bakery. I'm going to expand. I'm going to hire more people. Those people will pay more taxes. And eventually, the government will make its money back, and your dad will have a respectable business. No more crime. He's through. He's straight, Tim. The Frankly, state's going to end up getting more money because they're going to take taxes out of I fucking this. think he's right, yeah. honestly. I wanted to see them keep the fucking money. <laughs> I, I, seriously, that's how I always feel about like robbery 
movies. I'm just like, yes. You just want to see them get away with Keep it once. Keep the fucking money. Well, they do a lot of the yeah. time, you know, but But they're I always did. screwing I over some him. other bad guy when they keep it. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking about Ocean's Eleven, and that is true in that case, and probably most cases. But anyway, I did. I wanted to see him end up with the money. But I would like to go back for just a second mm-hmm. and say that they are very bad criminals. Yes. So, and I mean, and actually, Macaulay Culkin makes that joke. Like, he teases his dad about how much he sucks at being a criminal because he keeps getting caught, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty funny and true because he keeps going back to prison. But uh, the way that I know that they're bad criminals is that they chose this job because it was a story in the newspaper yeah. or something they were yeah. reading that said this woman had died and left mm-hmm. this estate of rare coins. They and this saw is that. where they're going to be stored. Oh, yeah. It gives all this information. Mm-hmm. They saw that. And so they t- what they did was take a red Sharpie mm-hmm. and circle it mm-hmm. just so that they were sure <laughs> they were all talking about the same thing. Right. Well, when and you then hold up a newspaper did... to your friends, you want to make sure they know the article you're talking about. So <laughs> you circle then, it with the red Sharpie. And then what they did was they just wadded it up and left it on the floor. Well, they threw it in the garbage can. Whatever. Where Macaulay Culkin could find Actually, it, but no police would ever find can. it. I think it was on the floor. No, he was. that was the whole thing. He was bored at the house. Ray left him there, so he was playing basketball with garbage, like wadded up newspapers and stuff and throwing it in the garbage can. And then he pulled this one out. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, and he figured it out in five seconds mm-hmm. because it was circled in red marker. Well, and there was a story on the news about how these coins had just been stolen. Oh, God. It was just so good. It yeah. was just so... I don't know. Like, why did they... Did they do that for our sake? Is that a version yes. of... Is it just dumbing it down because it's a kid's movie and they want to make sure that the kids get it? Is that why the red marker? Or is it to show how stupid they are? I think I it works on all sorts is, of levels. I don't think it's either of those things. I think it's just lazy fucking writing and lazy plotting. Yeah. I mean, that's what most things in this movie were in terms of plot but not that ponytail though it looked good i oh believe that i you thought really it was his real loved... hair okay it did look good i mm-hmm. mean it's ted dancing <laughs> ted dancing looks good with a ponytail looks good without a ponytail anyway fucking greedy capitalism is what everything comes down to and it's what this movie comes down to ultimately that and ladies can't be cops. ladies can't be cops. you can't trust them They'll just fall in love with the sexy criminal. They'll fall in love every time. Every time. Yep. It happens. Every know? time. Yeah. What? You're supposed to tail the suspect, not date him. Look, I can't explain right now, but if I could get close to him and get him talking, then... But of course he doesn't suspect that I'm a cop. I don't like this. I can take care of myself, Saransky, and I've got to go. I mean, I've never met a lady cop that wasn't out there just... You know, with a notebook writing her name and the last name of the criminal, mm-hmm. you know, with over hearts, and over and over with hearts. Like, it always turns into that. Yeah. You know, and then... Have you ever met a lady cop? No. Okay. So, uh, once again, this is a podcast of lies. She just could not resist his charms. Here's a question. Did mm-hmm. she really not know that Squid is not a fish or was she doing that fucking lady thing where she pretends she doesn't know so that the dude feels smart and gets to tell her something? I don't know. That's a good question. 
Because that was a thing that kept coming up, that squid mm-hmm. are not fish. They're cephalopods. He called it a fish. They were at the aquarium, and he was talking about all the fish, and Timmy said, actually, squid are not yeah, fish. Yeah, Timmy was actually a real little fucking <laughs> brat about it. Like, just a little dickhead. I did like that Ray Ray's reaction to this is like, sure they are. They live in the ocean. They're fish. And there's his wandering accent. It would come in like that and then out again. Yeah, what was the accent? Because I felt like, was it supposed to be not Boston, but like New York or It was like Brooklyn, Brooklyn sometimes, but then it was nothing. They were supposed to be from Italian. Brooklyn? No, they're in San oh, Francisco. Italian. Why would he have an Italian accent? I don't know. He's in San Francisco. There's a lot of Italian people there. And but he's not Ray. from Italy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what his what was going on with the accent. It, um, it wasn't there sometimes. It was. It was different. Sometimes I felt like it worked because it was kind of subtle. And it mm-hmm. was like only there for certain words. And, and I was trying to give Ted Danson the benefit of the doubt. And other times I thought, I think he's just doing a bad job at an accent. Yeah. And I'm not really sure where I landed, ultimately. Good story. But bottom line, does he end up, do they end up together, him and Lady Cop? Well, they can't because Teresa? there's kind of a... Like that's right they're not supposed cooling to cooling off period oh yeah so actually can't date someone i did like that they left it that way mm-hmm. they left it with them not dating yeah see there's this thing about cops and ex-cons it's kind of an official waiting period between the time they arrest you and the time you ask one out i mean it, yeah they will date yeah but they Clearly. weren't at the end, and I did. I like that. They didn't like wander into the sunset holding hands or whatever. But him and his son did wander into the sunset holding hands. So the reason they all metaphorically. get off is because Timmy Timmy left a duffel bag with the coins in it in a locker at the bus station. And the criminals finally find out, and they come back. His partners come back and hold Ray at gunpoint after Ray decides, no, I'm not going to get him out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to with my son he's right if i get the coins out the cops will be there they'll arrest me mm-hmm. but his partner show up hold him at gunpoint he opens the locker and there's a duffel bag in there and the cops are like you're under arrest but then they open the bag and it's full of pennies so they have to let all the criminals go <laughs> again timmy's 98th percentile and then timmy gives the lady cop a tip about where the coins really are her name is Teresa, and yeah. normally on our show, like, I would make it a point to use her name since she is basically the only female character. But she's such a shitty fucking character. I just prefer <laughs> oh, to call ouch. her Lady Cop. Because fuck cops, number one. And fuck ladies is where <laughs> I don't know where to... Yeah. I mean, not exactly. Tell me more, Jen. Well, I mean, fuck the idea of what a lady is anyway. Okay? Is what I'm saying. All right, I think you kind of deutscht up that explanation. I just have deutscht up this whole episode, and I don't. I'm that's not going to. the theme of this episode. I'm not going to start over. Deutsch and lies. So I feel like we're talking a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, let's talk about things we do like. I talked already about some things I appreciate. I already did too. No, Pony you did tail, not. Scandia, Great America. Micah, don't be a dick. Macaulay Culkin did get to do a lip sync scene. Oh, that's right, he did. They did karaoke. That was mm-hmm. one of the things they did. Wait, but did he lip sync or? Yeah, he was like. That's not karaoke. Lip syncing. No, I didn't say it was karaoke. You did. No, I know I did, but it was like they were in a room and he had a microphone. Yeah. So that's karaoke. But he wasn't singing. He was lip syncing. So no, it's not. But that's not a thing. You don't go to a place 
and like get in a little room with a screen and like a microphone and music and then lip sync. The microphone was a prop. That doesn't exist. This was a thing you could do at Great America. You went in this oh, like real? recording studio space and you made a music video and you picked a song. Oh, that's what that was? And you'd like dance around and act like you're singing. You lip sync. Well, I'm confused about why you didn't say that to begin with. And well, you just let me go on and I didn't on get about a chance. karaoke. You just went off about karaoke. No, I don't think. <laughs> Play roll back we, the we tape. We should roll it back. <laughs> <laughs> See? So yeah, I was right. Um that scene was reminiscent of his home alone lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And you know that they were just trying to recapture that that energy but macaulay culkin was good in this yeah he was all right he's great he's a he was a really cute little kid Mm -hmm. back then and he was a good actor and even with all that hair he is a smart i'm not i'm actually not talking shit about the mullet it was fantastic it was a fantastic mullet which at a certain time and place was super badass like yes and that time it looked really badass always and the place was Canada. Canada. <laughs> yep. I knew you were going to say that. Hockey hair. Camaro hair. Um, The guy who, what, Flubby? Flubby. Bubby and Flubby. And Flubby was funny and sweet. Carl Bubby and Bobby. was an idiot. Bobby was an idiot. Carl well, they had, were both idiots. Carl had really nice suits all the time. And by really nice, I mean, like, bright red tailored suits. But who did? Uh, Carl. Or just monochrome, like... The big guy? Yeah. He was always wearing fancy suits. Cool. Good for him, you know? And then spilling mustard on him, because he always had to have a hot dog. Whenever he saw a hot dog, he's like, oh, I gotta have a well, hot dog. Well, he's the fat character. Yeah. So he always has to be eating snacks, and his and whole... Spilling mustard on his His tie. whole life is about finding and consuming food mm-hmm. items. And being stupid, in this case. Yeah. They were real bad. Like, he couldn't understand the simplest things. They had to explain, like, remember they were going over the plan yeah, for how they were going to steal the coins, and he couldn't yeah. understand it? Anyway, every movie needs a dumb, fat character, you know? And Bobby was just paranoid and thought everybody was trying to double-cross him and take his share, and they were going to go get the coins and cut him out, and he was yeah. just greedy and mean. Yeah. And he kept threatening Timmy, the kid. Because Timmy took the coins. Yeah, um, that little shit, man. He really is a little fucking brat. Mm-hmm. But a smart little fucking brat. And a sad little fucking brat whose mom died and whose dad has been in prison his whole life. So it is pretty sad, actually. Mm-hmm. He's actually fairly well adjusted for having all that childhood trauma. Yeah. And he's really smart, you guys. He totally conned these three criminals. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And kept them safe. He really did. He saved. Is there a trope called like child savior? You know, like white savior? Like Yeah, I'm sure there is. Just that like the kids. Bullshit child savior movie. It's a pretty common kids movie trope that the kids know things and then the adults are idiots and the kids Kids save the day. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that's legit. Yeah. But that's I was trying to make a joke about a trope that doesn't exist, but um I am a child at heart and I Mm -hmm. won't apologize for that, Micah. I didn't Nor will mean I that let you tear me down for way. it. You didn't? No. How did you mean it? I meant like you're a child at heart. You're a disgusting perv then because you're, you're married of, to a child. You're full of wonder. You have a child bride. That's disgusting. Okay, this went in a weird direction. You're a fucking perv. <laughs> <laughs> Not a true fact. 
<laughs> call a lady Once cop. Again. <laughs> call a lady cop. No, call a cop. Make sure it's not a lady. Mike is a Report perv. Mike <laughs> for pervs. Hey, is this the cop shop, eh? Are you a lady cop? No? Okay, good. Mike is a perv. Why are you doing a Canadian accent? Just because I wanted to say cop shop. Oh, and that's a Canadian thing. That's what they call them up there. I feel like we don't have anything else to say about this movie, do we? I didn't have that much to say about this movie. Was Whoopi Goldberg in this? (laughs) She was not. Okay. Nope. You're thinking of Made in America. No, I'm not. No? Uh, I'm thinking of that other movie we did with, we already talked about with the other child actor, Haley Mm. Joel Osment. Right. I was just thinking Ted Danson and... And Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg, Is that one in our timeline, though? I think it might be. God, I hope not. It might be. Oh, no, I don't think so. That'd be sweet. It'd be on the later end. To get them together again. If anything, we'll have to look that up. If anybody knows, you can at me at Micah Shelton on Twitter. Twitter You knew I was was kidding about Whoopi Goldberg, right? Yes. I mean, obviously, I knew she wasn't in the movie. I mean, she might have been in it. Maybe she was in the background. (laughs) She had a cameo we didn't notice. Howard. Howard Hughes liked to do that in his films. Mm-hmm. Have Whoopi Goldberg do a cameo. Uncredited. Whatever stupid name, Deutsch. That means that just means German. <laughs> so what, your last name it's is not, German? It's not spelled that way. Yeah, it's it different. is. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Latin. Or... That was a weird example to use for a language because no one speaks Latin anymore. <laughs> but Also, it sounds like a name, but you get it. Like No, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what you're trying to do. What's up, Mr. Swahili? Right? Like a language for a last name is what I'm trying to do. Mm, okay. Anyway, all right. Well, I guess Micah doesn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> I just don't have any way to respond to those I, groundbreaking and hilarious jokes. I want to give a huge shout out to our podcast's Newest and biggest fan ever, I think. <laughs> um, there, his, I believe, his name is, on Instagram is at the Luciferous Shift. I'm just realizing I don't know his actual like first name, but anyway, on Instagram, he is the Luciferous Shift, and uh, he has been going through our back catalog of episodes and listening to all of them and interacting with me on Instagram about like almost every episode, making a comment about it. And I just appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. And by the way, I need to know your first name. I just, for every, anybody listening, we, it's so amazing to hear from people that, that what we're doing is affecting you uh, in a good way, that you appreciate it, that you connect to it. There's like really nothing better. So thank you so much, Lucifer's Shift. He really did not like, he was kind of pissed at us after the Frasier episode. <laughs> uh, but then we redeemed ourselves in the Dangerous Minds episode, I guess. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he has he has some thoughts about Frasier. Is he uh, a millennial? I don't know how old he is. Well, he must be if he loves Frasier. No, you know? no he hates Frasier. Oh, I'm on board. He fucking hates Frasier Sweet. because he thinks it's just like, white privilege on film yes you know what i mean not film you know it is and by the way speaking of that uh we need to do friends soon i was trying to figure out if we could avoid it but it was it's such a big deal that i think we do need to tackle it and um i just want to say right now to people out there that friends is like one of the most beloved shows out there and we are not going to be very nice about it probably because 
It's problematic as fuck. So whatever they have like one black woman on later, like late in the late seasons. So that's representation right there. You know, New York City is one of the whitest cities <laughs> in the world, <laughs> and rent is so low that you can live yeah, in these enormous can, apartments yeah. with all your white friends. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, and none of them have jobs of any kind, as far as no, I remember. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, Ross is a paleontologist, so. Rachel works in a coffee shop. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is stuff that we'll talk about on the actual episode we do about the show Friends. How about we and just I'm not saying, say that was enough? Can you shut up for a second? I'm not saying we're not going to say anything good about Friends. Um, we always try to find, you know, some positive in the things we watch. And obviously it's a very popular show for a reason. There were some good jokes and whatever. But I'm just putting this out there as a like a PSA, a warning that um, it's going to happen and you might get upset about it. Yeah, I will. Oh, not, you weren't talking no, to me. No, not you. Hmm. You're going to get upset for having to watch it. Yeah. And people listening might get upset because a lot of people are huge fans of that show. Before we wrap up, I have something I wanted to ask you about. The title of the film we watched was Getting Even with Dad. Yeah. So it made me think about um, some of the times and the stories you've told me about when your dad came to visit you in Montana. Oh, like this is a serious question. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, do you have any stories you'd like to share about that? I know there's one really funny one. Oh, well, that was just the night we got there. That was the night my family dropped me off, but it is a story about my dad. So, a few days before this Luann comic came out. Yeah, exactly. For, for example, reference. Just, yeah, just, just to reference. give you guys the timeline. Yeah. Um, yeah, at my, like, welcome group circle, we were all sitting outside in the grass in the circle. And for some reason, I don't remember them ever doing this. I don't know. Maybe we did do stuff like this all the time when people got there. But John, the evil headmaster. Dolores Umbridge. Sure. Dolores Umbridge, if you will. uh, Started a game that was, you know, it's like a game of introduction that you might play on the first day of school. And it was the one where it's like, I'm going to a picnic. Mm -hmm. Or my name's Jen. I'm going to picnic. I'm going to bring jam. Mm -hmm. And then you would say, my name's name's Micah. Micah. I'm going to picnic. I'm going to bring... Mayonnaise. Can I? Oh, I'm sorry. It looked like you were asking for help because you were really struggling to come up with an M word. Please continue. I'm going to bring Miller Lite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Molson. So basically everybody Molson? Everybody says an item that starts with the first letter of their first name, right? And then you have to go around and say everybody's blah, blah, blah. So you learn everybody's name. So we went, we were doing this for a while. And when it was my dad's turn, he had... Heard people doing this for a little while. How many people? Like, well, I don't know. I don't remember. Like Fifteen or I don't remember whether we went all around the circle before they came to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would make sense, I guess, for me to go last. So it might have been the entire circle. Uh-huh. So that would have been, you know, twenty-five to thirty people. Okay. So pretty so much my... every letter of the alphabet's been covered. He should see the pattern. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but he didn't, mm. is where the funny joke, where the funny part comes in, because what he said is, I'm Bill, and I'm bringing hot dogs. <laughs> and everyone laughed at him very hard and very loud. And he did not think that was funny at the time. I'm oh, betting. no, he did. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he had a, he, he laughed right about away. it as soon as, I'm sure, it was explained to him. Yeah. Uh, or so maybe that explains his maybe, nickname of Billy Hot Dogs. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we don't really call them that, no. but yeah, sort of. That's um, yeah. So that's like a weird memory because it's like a funny memory, mm-hmm. but it's also the day that they fucking left me there. Yeah. So it's kind of it's it's weird having to reassess your memories of things. Mm-hmm. You know, as you gain perspective, it's sort of you know what it makes me think of. This might seem really like cheesy to some people, but the movie Inside Out, mm-hmm. which I personally love, you know how the memories, like Joy is always trying to protect the happy memories mm-hmm. because her whole goal is to keep Riley happy all the time. And then in the end, what you see is that the memories are not as simple as they seemed. Like there's, there is still like a happy part of it, but then they're like tinged with sadness. And that's ultimately what the movie ends up being about is like, you need sadness and you need happiness and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. You don't need me to tell you the point of Inside Out, but that, <laughs> that's a different podcast that we're going to do. It's um, it's called Inside Out Sex Podcast. Yes. We so, won't deutsch that one up. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's sort of what has happened to me over the years with some of, with all of Montana, because I was able to, because I was drinking the Kool-Aid for so long. I I turned all those horrifying, traumatic things into... I made them okay in my mind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So now, like, the horrible, traumatic thing of my family leaving me in the fucking middle of nowhere. Uh, it's weird to say that there's, like, a funny memory attached to yeah. that. But that's how life is. Emotions are complicated. And that's the point of the movie Inside Out. It's a mm. Pixar movie. Thank you. So... Well, we've talked about that before, too. How there were a lot of negative things but there were also like you were in the best shape of your life you did these physical well, things and these outdoor yeah. things that oh were yeah oh really of course cool. i lived there for two years yeah. it's not like there weren't any you know moments yeah. of joy everyone you got to watch the mask like the human spirit like i i really do i find the human spirit so inspiring mm-hmm. uh fuck the mask <laughs> thank you i just processed you. what you fucking said to me you know, and I, again, I was not in a fucking concentration camp or a fucking slave or, you know, any of mm-hmm. the truly horrific things that happen to people and have happened to people where people's human spirits rise and how people are, how people create music out of mm-hmm. slavery and the Holocaust. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So my point is, I'm not comparing my experience <laughs> to those things. I'm just saying that in any situation, even the most horrific situations, uh, I feel like the human spirit is uh, is has this amazing way of finding joy and and art. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of mixed feelings, mixed and feelings, and complicated memories. Yeah, and some joyful memories for sure. But I just see them differently now. Yeah. I think I think that some of the joyful memories I have are like have to do with my the other people I was there with and the ways we connected and now I see it as like I see those relationships as getting each other through a mm-hmm. really fucked up situation that we you know didn't ident- didn't really realize was fucked up at the time because we'd been so I don't know. Yeah. But there were like two other times my dad came. We can talk about those another time. Okay. Cool. Should I do another comic here? No, no, kind we... bookend it? 
So we don't we do that, about remember? That. But we talk, where did we land on that, though? Well, last week I asked you to do another one, but only because the one you did was not the right date. No, I think it was the right it date. It was not. It, it you was, did Judd Winnick's comic, know, it and it close, wasn't the though. right date. It, was it wasn't. Right. Again, it tied in really well with the show that we were doing, though. It did. It's just that you also did should you have done one that from the though? right date. Mm. You know? Sorry. It's all right. We'll get there. We'll get through all of them, Jen. Don't worry. So once we get through... Every like two comic. years of comics. Uh-huh. Are we going to go back and start again and you'll do different comics? Yep. I wonder if you should do the same comic each day. No. So that we kind of have a, nope, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not what this podcast is about. There are other podcasts out there. Okay. If you want to catch up on all of Garfield, for example, or Apparently Ziggy. there is a podcast yes. about that, actually. Yeah, several. We, we met someone who, really? I think so. <laughs> Just reading Garfield comics. No, I don't know. Talking about, yeah, Garfield, I'm sure, is a common topic, but we met someone who has a podcast where they, like, describe Garfield comics. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I have to say that uh, it was fun to, I think maybe part of the reason I was so, like, I don't know. What was I tonight? Just just having fun with it uh, <laughs> is because we did a month of pride, which was super great. And we will do, obviously, lots more queer stuff. Uh, and I, But I, I loved doing that month. And I, man, I really, I feel like we did a really, if I can pat us on the back, I really love the things that we chose for pride month. Anyway, but I also felt like it was a little more serious than we often are because mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to be respectful, obviously, and we wanted to pick things that were meaningful. Yeah, kind of. exactly. Yeah. So there wasn't a, as much, you know, joking around. Yeah. So I think I just really let loose in this one. It was a nice transition, though, because there were some serious elements in this. Like, that was a serious ponytail. Ted Danson had. I don't know if we mentioned that enough. I'm so happy for you Mm -hmm. that you got to bring it back to the ponytail Mm -hmm. at the end. That was the bookend. Mm -hmm. You're right. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Man, we love you and appreciate it so much. Uh, Get at us if you have feedback or, you know, like my friend Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Sent this great article about the real world, real world San Francisco. Uh, that was just a joy to read that I had not read and shared in the Facebook group. And then, you know, people, we just, we want to hear from you. We love it. We love the interaction. It's um, the best part of this. Yeah. So. Go to iTunes and leave us a review if you want. Yeah, or that would be so cool. We tell have a, a friend about our podcast. Also just a rating, like just a star rating yeah. would be helpful. Just one star. Just give it, we don't have any one star ratings. That isn't super so, helpful, but oh, I mean. that's not what you meant. The number of ratings is is still good, so whatever. Okay. It's fine. I mean, rate how you feel. Like, follow your heart. Follow yeah. your bliss. But if you're really, if you're listening this far into this episode, and you're going to give us a one star, like, what are you doing with your life? If you're not enjoying it, there are better podcasts out there for you. Yeah, you're probably, you know? they're probably just asleep. They probably just fell asleep. Yeah, um, so. Dulcet tones of whatever. Fuck off. Me. Okay. I already said thank you. How many times do you guys want me to thank you? Jesus. It's like, yeah, thanks. Okay. Oh, but for real, thank you so much to our Patreon uh, supporters. Yes. You know, people who give us money, those are the people that we really like to kiss the asses of. Anything you need, you just let us know. All right. And thanks to Grandma Cray for our You grease our backs, we grease your back. Is that a... That's the phrase. Something like that. That's really gross. It's capitalism, you know? 
Thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See you in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Can I say until next time again? Because I said mm-hmm. until next time. <laughs> until next time. See you <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> no, that's a good one. No. We'll it's leave not. both of them. Until next time. See Fuck you off. <laughs> you just do it. <laughs> just get one clean one. Just in case. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. Until next time. See, See you in the you 90s. In the 90s. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Until next time. See you in the the 90s. 90s. (laughs) You're a monster. (laughs) Whatever.